The Subscription Box Show, episode 51. There's a lot to learn when it comes to e-commerce and subscription boxes. Whether you're a new or existing business, your list of questions can seem endless and daunting. Welcome to The Subscription Box Show, where you'll hear high-quality, unbiased views and strategies from top industry leaders. Whether we're talking one-on-one with business professionals or deep diving into thought-provoking case studies, we'll find the answers to your questions because this is the show you've been waiting for. Now, let's think inside the box with your host, Eric Music. Welcome to the Subscription Box Show. I'm your host, Eric Music, and I want to help you build, grow, and even start your very own subscription box business. Tune in three days a week as I interview the top entrepreneurs, leaders, and subscription box owners in the industry. You'll be able to take their knowledge, experience, and expertise and apply it to your business. Today is our weekly Friday segment called Focus Friday, where we deep dive into a subject that is specific to the subscription box industry. And in this episode, we dive into the world of influencers, how to optimize influencers for your subscription box business. So I can't wait to dive into today's Focus Friday. But first, I want to quickly ask you to please share this podcast with anyone you think would benefit from it. If you know anyone that loves online business, e-commerce, or simply loves subscription boxes, then let them know about this show. Know someone who's starting or owns a subscription box business? Then send them to this podcast website, thesubscriptionboxshow.com. You'll also be able to find all the links from today's show and all the other information you'll need in the show notes. Make sure to also join our Facebook group. It's different than most of the subscription Facebook groups that I'm currently part of. I want this to be more like the backyard party of the subscription box world, where we talk shop, talk some business, but on the lighter side of things. And the reason for that is I want to help build a community with real relationships and friendships for us subscription box and e-commerce entrepreneurs. I'd ask you to please also rate and review the show on iTunes, or at the very least, hit that follow or subscribe button on your favorite podcast player. The downloads, the reviews, that is what will keep this show going. It will ultimately help the show by increasing our exposure and growing the audience. So thanks in advance for that, and thank you for taking the time out of your lives for listening to this podcast. I truly appreciate every single one of you. This episode is sponsored by SUPTA, the Subscription Trade Association. On July 30th, I joined their amazing online virtual event, Subscription Innovations, and it was phenomenal. It was such a fun event. So make sure to sign up for their next upcoming event in September called Women in Subscription. I will be there to learn from the top women in our industry who are absolutely crushing it right now. So what are you waiting for? Head over to subta.com and sign up now. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's Focus Friday, how to optimize influencers for your subscription box business. Hey everyone, welcome here. So if this is your first ever Focus Friday, this is the solo show of the week where we tackle different aspects of the subscription box industry. For this episode, I want to break down the different aspects of the influencer market. What is it? What types of influencers are there? How to reach out to them? How to best utilize them? Making the most out of them? And how to follow up with them? And finally, do they even work? What is influencer marketing? Influencer marketing helps build awareness of a brand. What is an influencer? Well, 
an influencer is someone who has the power to affect the purchasing decisions of others because of his or her authority, knowledge, position, or relationship with his or her audience, a following in a distinct niche with whom he or she actively engages. So there are six types of influencers. The distinction between these categories is merely the size of their following. So I'm going to name them one to six along with the number of followers it takes to categorize them. So number one, you have your celebrity influencer, which is 5 million plus followers, or we should say maybe even audience. Uh, Number two is your mega influencer. They are between one and 5 million. Number three, your macro influencer, 500,000 to 1 million. Number four, mid-tier influencer, 50,000 to 500,000. Micro, number five is micro, 10,000 to 50,000 followers. And number six, your nano influencer, which is 1,000 to 10,000. So let's quickly break them down here for you guys right now. Let's start off with celebrity. So your celebrity, again, is 5 million plus. Basically, at this stage, it's kind of useless for any subscription box owner, to be quite honest, because the only ones I know who do unboxings and influencer marketing in our industry are the actual celebrities who are starting their own boxes. Think of Honest Company, Jessica Alba, or Fabletics with Kate Hudson. Celebrity subscription boxes are becoming more and more popular now. My subscription addiction even has them ranked now. They have their own little section. So not sure how I feel about this, to be quite honest with you. Personally, I love the scrappy bootstrap subscription box owner who did everything from their own from the beginning, from scratch. But there is a small part of me that likes this uh, new celebrity, if you want, kind of like fad of starting their own boxes. If anything else, the celebrities are bringing uh, some much needed attention to our industry, to the mainstream. So that part I like about it. But actually, you know what? I would like to know what you guys think about that. Let me know on Instagram or Facebook or send me an email. And I'd like to know what you guys think about the kind of the subscription industry going a little bit mainstream with some of these celebrities. But the other thing about celebrities or even mega influencers to a certain degree uh, that I don't care for is that do we actually believe uh, Sidney Crosby loves Tim Horton's coffee? That's a reference for the Canadians here. Or for my American friends that LeBron James actually loves Sprite. For my footy listeners in Europe, do you really care if Cristiano Ronaldo wears Nike or if it's Adidas? Here's something to ponder in case you have extremely deep, deep pockets. According to the Business Insider, and this goes back in 2015, Cristiano Ronaldo pulled in a meteoric between $34 million and $39 million in sponsorship revenue each year. That's per year. And the vast majority of that came from Nike. Some 83% of the world knows who he is, but his trust score was only 67%. That's way below many of his peers. That is crazy numbers. And these were numbers, again, back in 2015. So today, those numbers are actually in the hundreds of millions for some celebrities. And did you know celebrities like Beyonce, for example, charges $1 million per post? So uh, yikes. Uh, Like Selena Gomez, she does, I think it's $550,000 for one post. So uh, celebrities is kind of out of our range. So let's move on to mega. That's between one to five million people or audience size. Basically, the mega influencer falls in the same boat as the celebrity, if you ask me. The biggest difference is that there is virtually no chance of landing a celebrity like, say, Brad Pitt or an athlete like Cristiano Ronaldo. But a mega influencer will be a little more accessible. Maybe you'll still pay a lot of money for them. Think of your extremely popular YouTuber or your Instagram online celebrity. Probably out of range when it comes to price, but definitely can be at least reached. It's just they will still price you out. 
Uh, let's move along to the macro 500,000 to 1 million size audience. If you're looking to target a certain type of customer, but still want to reach the masses, then a macro influencer might be more useful than the mega influencer. If you want to reach a broad demographic like young females, for example, a macro influencer is probably the way to go. You might be getting into the range now of reality where you can actually pay for these people to help you. For an idea on price, when it comes to the macro influencers, you can expect to pay roughly $3,000 per post on Instagram or between $3,000 and $5,000 per video on YouTube, according to a study that was done by digitalmarketing.org in 2017. So still pricey, but it's in the realm of reality now again to start even thinking there as macro. A mid-tier, $50,000. Audience size is 50,000 to 500,000. Here you have a pretty decent chance of reaching the influencer for a very decent rate or even sometimes in exchange for boxes. They might ask for maybe a year subscription or a few of their favorite boxes or products from your subscription or store. But in my opinion, that is a very, very fair price to pay for someone with this kind of following. We've actually used a mid-tier influencer once before and it was actually a little disappointing. We didn't get the result we were after, but I'm not saying that they don't work. They definitely do work for us. It was a one-time thing. It didn't kind of pan out. Her numbers look good. We did all the research we were supposed to. She had about 100,000 people in her audience. Uh, She had really good engagement within her community. It's just sometimes things don't go as planned and that's okay. We're going to try it again at some point. It's just, uh, it wasn't a fit at that time for whatever reason it didn't work out, but hey, those things happen and you move on. Speaking of moving on, let's move on to the micro-influencer. Their audience size is between 10 and 50,000 followers or people. Micro-influencers focus on a specific niche or area and are generally regarded as an industry expert or topic specialist. So a micro-influencer will often cost far less than, of course, your macro-influencer, but they can sometimes actually charge more. It's it's strange how that works out, but your micro-influencers typically give you the best bang for your buck. And this is for us. This is what we kind of think. They have a following, but typically don't charge the same rate as those who have a larger following. Of course, in our experiences, micro-influencers did have high levels of engagement, especially on Instagram. Some micro-influencers, however, do charge a hefty fee. I'd say this, along with nano-influencers, is definitely our favorite place to search. We've had great experiences at these levels. So we're going to talk now about nano-influencers, nano one thousand to 10,000 audience size. One of the benefits of utilizing nano influencers is that they have some of the highest levels of engagement along with micro. Because of this, many brands have started to place actually a larger focus on nano influencers. You're going to start seeing big brands now using these nano influencers with 5,000, 6,000, 8,000 followers. A nano influencer has trust. Uh, It's someone who has influence within their community. Think of when you follow someone that has anywhere between uh, you know, one to 10,000 followers and they post something or if they were to post something regarding a product, wouldn't you naturally trust them a little bit more? I mean, for me, I personally do. Part of this is because I know they're not getting paid millions of dollars for this and that their name matters. Their brand that they're promoting still counts for something. So those are things to consider going down the list of one to six when you're thinking of influencers. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to pivot and we're going to now learn how to choose the right type of social media influencer right after the break. This episode is sponsored by Subta, the Subscription Trade Association. Did you know our industry, the subscription box industry, has our very own trade association? Well, we do. They're called Subta. And did you know you could join for free? And did you know that they are hosting the largest virtual event in the subscription space this upcoming July 30th? 
Well, they are. It's called Subscription Innovations. Oh, and it is also free. I think it's time you join the other leaders in the industry and learn from the top producers and learn the latest trends. I am a proud member at Subta, and I will be attending the free July 30th virtual event called Subscription Innovations. It's a one-time virtual event where you'll be able to learn from some of the top players in subscription who have survived and thrived during the pandemic. Discover what's working for them today, what's in their pipeline, and what are they predicting for the future in the subscription box industry. You'll even be able to submit your very own questions and get them answered live. I know, pretty amazing, right? Guys, the subscription industry is exploding, but I really don't need to tell you that. What I do need to tell you is to register now for SUPTA so that you can access their free content and this free virtual event, Subscription Innovations. Plus, the first 5,000 people to register will be receiving a free lunch thanks to DoorDash. You know SUPTA will be putting together an amazing event. They're the ones who put together SubSummit, the world's largest subscription conference. But just because it's virtual doesn't mean it can't be personal. If you haven't been paying attention, now is the time. Pay attention. Subta has gone all out for this free virtual event. They have completely changed the way these events are done. They're going to have a virtual expo hall filled with the industry's top partners and services. They're going to have a networking lounge, the closest you can get to meeting in person, hang out and chat with other attendees and build real relationships with others in the industry. That is one of the parts I am most looking forward to. I love connecting with others in this space. All to say that if you're in the subscription space, guys, you don't want to miss this. Register now for free at subta.com. So to recap, do yourself a favor and sign up for subscription innovations. It's July 30th and it's free. Plus, there's a ton of great content you can grab as a Subta member. So what are you waiting for? Head over to subta.com and sign up for free today. That's subta.com. S-U-B-T-A dot com. SUPTA, your subscription trade association. All right, welcome back. So now let's pivot along to how you would choose the right type of social media influencer. Lots to factor in here. Budget is definitely one of them. So you may want to test the waters with different influencers and see what works ultimately best for your brand. So in our experience, partnering with micro and nano influencers due to their more narrow audience was where we found the most success and definitely gained the most traction. Obviously, part of that was to do with our budget as well. We didn't have the budget to go after the macros and the megas. How to choose the right influencer is another question. When an influencer is not the right match for your brand, you're simply wasting your time and theirs. It's important to do some research on potential influencers before you approach them. So you don't just want anyone. Definitely be picky. Does the influencer stand for things your brand is against? Uh, There's lots of ways to get into that. Does the influencer serve the same ICA, your ideal customer avatar? That's the key, isn't it? Finding someone who serves the same audience your business does. So make sure you do your research. Don't try to rush that. Really take your time and choose wisely. This is your brand after all, and you want it well represented in your proper fashion. How do you contact these influencers? Uh, We started personally by creating a spreadsheet and adding the names and Instagram profile links for each influencer that we were wanting to contact. Then we either sent each influencer a direct message on Instagram, or we simply emailed them from the contact section of their profile in order to send them a proposal. Uh, There's lots of ways to find this. Essentially, you can Google it, but uh, get a little creative. Usually DMing them on their favorite social media platform is the best way I found. A little insider trick, if you send a video of yourself doing it, you'll get a higher return rate as well when it comes to, um, especially when you get into the micro and macro. 
We would then make note of the date that we contacted each influencer so that we could follow up. We also created scripts for different categories of influencers. So for example, in our case, we offer birth and milestone boxes that are sustainable. So we had different scripts for different influencers. Uh, Some were for expectant mothers, some that were already mothers or eco-friendly influencers. We'd also always make sure to research the influencers enough to know about them so that we could personalize the scripts to each of them. So obviously streamlining the process and making it a little more automated is key. We're all super busy, but make sure your message is customized to make it personal. Your response rate will go through the roof and uh, it's just going to be much higher when it's a personalized message. Uh, Another tip that worked for us is that we always like to create a relationship with the influencers before we reach out to them. We follow them, message them, like their posts, we'll comment on their stuff. Basically, we want to get on their radar so that they'll see that, you know, Eric's been commenting a lot on this posts, on these posts, or he's always liking these things. Yeah, he's followed me for a while now. I'm trying to add value to them basically in any way that I can think of. And I know that commenting and adding and liking posts that they do does add value to these influencers. In some cases, we start to do this over a year in advance. So when we did finally reach out, they probably noticed us, especially the nano and micro. And or at least if they did search our profile, they could see that we're not just spammers, that we actually are people that have been looking at their stuff for a long time. So what you're doing is you're essentially creating that relationship. They're definitely going to feel that you're more genuine and sometimes they'll just even want to help you grow because they they like you. You've created an, an actual relationship. Basically, those don't want to contact them out of the blue, out of nowhere, come out of left field looking like a complete spammer that mass messaged a bunch of people. I get these a lot through both the subscription, uh, this podcast and through our subscription box company. And you can tell, you can smell them from a mile away and they go straight to the junk folder because you can tell they didn't even look at your site. They had never even took a, a second to listen to a podcast or if it's for the subscription box company, they never bothered to even look at what we offered because they're just, it's just a generalized uh, spammy kind of mass message. So customize your message, but streamline it by creating scripts. Just change it, do some research on the influencers so you can actually customize that to them. So how do you create that perfect strip? Well, explain to them what is your unique value proposition, your unique selling proposition, and why you think they would be a good fit for your brand. Start by offering them free samples or maybe even a box of your product so that you can take that conversation further from there. At the end of your email, just make sure to include a clear call to action and give them some contact details so that the influencer is clear about the following steps if they want to continue that conversation with you. And again, don't ever burn bridges, whatever they say, yes or no, or maybe just follow up politely and make sure you mark that in your spreadsheet or calendar. So let's say the influencer agrees to collaborate. What's next? Well, we like to send them details next about what we like to talk about them during the unboxing. Again, this can be streamlined and you can create a script for that. Again, just customize it for your particular influencer. Don't expect them to do your research and to research your site and to write some witty or compelling copy for you. Your job is to do that for them. Your job is to make it easy for them. We even like to go as far as printing the info and including it in the box uh, when we ship it to them. So that's top of mind. When they receive the box, they open it, they'll see that paper there with kind of like the bullet point form of all the stuff there to kind of do for you. We just make it as easy as possible. In the end, we would even love a referral. Maybe they know another influencer that you can work with that would be a good fit. They usually are well-connected in that manner. Points we like to include on this information sheet that we include when they uh, opened up the box is about us, about the products in the box, about the company, about a giveaway or maybe a promotion if you decide to do one, which I think you should. We also include all the details and rules of that giveaway. 
We sometimes also request a photo of them with the box to use on your social media and ask that they would send us even the unboxing video so we can reuse the content at a later date. Don't just let them put it through theirs. Ask, send them the video so you can repurpose that. Also, don't forget, this is another great way to get an awesome review or testimony to add to your site. So I've seen that if you go on websites, I do a lot of research, obviously, when it comes to subscription box websites, you'll see, I've seen influencers on different sites doing the, the video and they use those videos as kind of like the testimonial. So it's really um, a smart way to repurpose that content. When it comes to the actual message and how the influencer will say it, don't worry too much about how they actually say the message. That's not the point of this. They will talk to their audience however they want. It's their audience. Their audience is used to them talking a certain way. The point is to get your important points to them uh, that they can bring across in their own fashion. All right, so following up with your influencers, how to follow up with them. In our case, what we do is if our influencer is having a baby, because that's who typically our influencers are, or maybe they just had one, we ask her for her expecting date. That way we can follow up and ask for a photo of her, our products, and the baby when the baby is born. So think of ways for yourself, for your box, that you can stay in touch with your influencer, but just make sure to keep a good relationship with them no matter how it goes. I even put in the calendar every two, three months to send a message. Keep adding value, stay in touch, keep a good relationship no matter how the unboxing goes or no matter how the results come through. Just make sure you stay in touch with them. Or at the very least, finish it off with a good email that's very polite and thankful. One of my last points here would say, don't have your expectations too high. Exposure is exposure. It's all part of the journey. You live and you learn, right? We've had some cases where we were very excited to land pretty well-known influencers and basically it kind of fizzled. There was crickets after they did the unboxing or they did what they had to do. Then there was others where the community was so much smaller and our results were so much more than we had expected. So like anything in our industry, it's all about test, iterate, test, iterate. If it were simple, everyone would be doing it. Just, you know, don't have your expectations super high. It might go great. It might not, but you're going to learn from it. You're going to pivot. You're going to pick, maybe go in a different direction, look at other options. Sometimes we have this idea in our head and what happens is if it doesn't pan out exactly how we thought it would, you know, we didn't gain that, you know, thousand extra followers, or maybe it was only 50 extra followers, whatever the case is, what you were targeting to do in the end, and it didn't pan out. Don't worry about it. You're going to learn and you're going to figure it out. So to close this off and wrap it up, influencers, guys, they're just another part of the puzzle, another tool in the marketing and ad tool belt. It has its use for sure, no doubt, obviously, and it can definitely be beneficial to your business, but it won't solve all your problems. I'd also caution to make sure your site is optimized before you start doing all of this. Just like any ad spend or anything like that, make sure your site's optimized. Too often, we want to rush into finding influencers, affiliates. Uh, we want to start ad spend. And our site is not even optimized to convert. There's no point in getting any type of traffic to your site if it's not going to be optimized to convert. So make sure your foundation is solid. If you want more on that, you can definitely go back and listen to episodes 27 and 30 of this very podcast. I hope this helps. And if you would like additional information that I would recommend on this particular subject of influencers, feel free to send me an email at eric at the subscription I love getting emails from you guys. And I personally answer to every single one of them myself. So reach out, say hi, and let's get to know each other better.
I'm also launching another small mini-series. This time, it's on small startup subscription boxes, maybe like yourself. So if you are a small subscription box company who's only been in business for maybe about a year or two and have between 100 to maybe 3,000 subscribers, then I want to hear from you. I'm looking for three to five. It was three to five, sorry. Now it's more like six to eight because the response has actually been pretty overwhelming. I've been getting a lot of emails from people all over the globe, actually, from the UK, the USA, and Canada so far. So we want subscription box companies to come on the show and share with the world how they grew their particular company. How did they start? How did you reach out to certain suppliers? What has worked for you? What's getting you over that hump? If this sounds like something you would like to do, again, just send me an email at eric at the subscription and we will start talking. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of The Subscription Box Show. If you felt this episode helped you, then please go ahead and share it with everyone you know in the subscription box industry that could learn and grow from it. If you want more information on influencers and other key factors that could help you on that subject, then send me an email and I'll make sure to help you out. If you have other ideas or have a specific topic in mind that you want me to cover on a future episode of Focus Friday, then let me know again by email or you can DM me on social media at The Subscription Box Show. If you want more information from today's sponsor, Septa, and want to gain free access to all their resources, then make sure to head over to septa.com. Finally, make sure to join our Facebook group called The Subscription Box Show Facebook group. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Eric Music. And remember, words can inspire, thoughts can provoke, but only action truly brings you closer to your dreams. That's all for this episode of the Subscription Box Show. But your next unboxing is only a few clicks away. Head over to the subscriptionboxshow.com to connect with your host on social media or book a call to give your input on today's episode and what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes of the Subscription Box Show. Remember, don't be afraid of change. Be afraid of standing still. 